Hello friends, I'm your host Chris Thrill, I'm a former Royal Marines Commando, I've adventured for better and sometimes worse across 80 countries on all seven continents. Welcome to the Bought the T-Shirt Podcast. Hello friends, I hope this finds you all sensational. I have been, well, I'm Chris Thrill, I'm a former Royal Marines Commando. I served on active service in the Northern Ireland conflict, Op Banner, I believe it was called. And I now run the popular Bought the T-Shirt podcast. In addition to that, I do the odd re uh, reaction video. And I try to be the voice of reason. Uh, I think when you, you've only got to look out the window at the moment and just see the way society's going to, well, some of you will see how, what an utterly horrific future we've allowed to be created for, for our children. And I'm just trying to be the voice of, uh, the voice of reason. Doesn't mean I always get it right and I'm not saying I do, but I think, a lot of us are learning that this bitterness, anger, hatred, jealousy, envy, uh, it's not the way forward. It's not the way forward to, to create a better future for our children. And the, the, the problem there is if you look at the mainstream media, all it's really set to do is, is be divisive. It, it's out to set you up against each other. Because so long as we have that disparity in life of everybody attacking each other, you might have heard of the expression order out of chaos. Well, the sociopaths, these corporate elitists that, that, that run the whole show, they love it. They love the fact that you fight me, I'll fight you, we'll fight over skin colour, we'll, you know, this, this sort of thing. So I guess what I'm trying to say is I'm just trying to give a balanced viewpoint here because... It's easy to be emotional about such issues, but it doesn't help. And all it does is it serves the agenda of the ruling elite. They then get to put more of their rules in place, don't they? And it's not looking very bright for our children, is it? Um, I'd strongly encourage you, if you feel emotional about issues such as, for example, the SES uh, allegedly to be prosecuted for, for historic allegations, what about there's a scenario where a bunch of psychopaths place the whole world under under house arrest for you know years or a couple of years uh under let's just say premises and then offered you the the only way out of that is you've got to undergo certain things should we say that you may strongly feel are not for you and are not for your family and off the back of this it then results in the whole of the future is a, is a much darker place for example travel restrictions um certain passports i mean just imagine if they could make hugging legal right if they could make hugging legal wouldn't you go that's insane. No one's going to stop me hugging my loved ones. Well, read the fucking paper today, folks, right? 
there's much bigger fish that should be being fried than some historic stuff from, you know, as sad or as tragic as it might be. While everyone's watching this hand, this hand's stealing the whole goddamn shop, right? And we're all letting it. Well, some of us aren't, but it's a time if you're watching this now, we need warriors. We need people brave enough to stand up and question the narrative. Um, I don't mean to take up force. I don't think that achieves anything. But we need people to at least be able to see the wood for the trees and, and un understand what is going on, going on on the planet, right? So let's get back to Northern Ireland. Um, let me just get this article. Someone's asked me if I would react to this article. I think it's in the Daily Express. I have to be asked to do these things, folks, because, oh, um, I think like any enlightened person who genuinely wants a better future for, for myself, my family and, and for the global community, you have to turn off mainstream media. You can't be letting this toxic poison into your life. It's not the truth. It's a rich man's narrative. And have a guess what? Those rich men don't care about you. Right? And yet you buy you buy their media, you buy their brain you you buy their brainwashing, you willingly welcome it in into your life. You have it in the oh, hang on, we got things popping up. Get rid of that. You know, we willingly welcome it into our lives, don't we? We even have the propaganda box in pride of place in the most important room in our house. And some people, they have the propaganda channel playing, endlessly scrolling all day long. And then they wonder why they're unhappy, right? Then they wonder why they don't have the, the vibration in their, in, you know, in their life that puts them perfectly in tune with the universe, right? So point is, I don't read these, these um, comics. And I'd encourage you not to. All you're doing is you're, 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 you're supporting the agenda of a sociopathic elite that absolutely hate you. They despise you. Um, lecture over, huh? So let's have a look. I don't know if you can see this, okay? Um, SAS heroes now victims of legal witch hunt 40 years after serving in Northern Ireland. I'll see if I can make this bigger, friends. Um, I think I can make that a touch bigger. Bear with me. That's what I always say to my girlfriend anyway. Ha ha. Um, yeah, so SAS heroes are the latest victims of a legal witch hunt. Very, very strong language being used here, isn't there? Very directing language, you could say. Um, I mean, you're only a victim if you haven't done anything wrong, aren't you? Do, do, do you get what I'm saying? Maybe you're the biggest bastard in the world and you're, you're not a victim. You, you, you maybe need some, some justice. I'm, I'm just pointing it out. Um, 40 years after serving in Northern Ireland. You're going to have to excuse me, folks. These stupid adverts just keep scrolling over the page and it's off-putting trying to, to read while they do. But about 10 Special Forces veterans face investigation and possible trial over the troubles 
Well, let's just say here and now, if any of you saw the podcast I did with David Ellis, uh, let me see if I can find it. It was that top one there. Mercer resigns SAS and 14 in to face uh, war charges. So war crime charges. Um, this was kind of predicted. This the, the floodgates, you know, one or two cases will go through court. That will set a precedent then the floodgates open, right? So it might be uh, worry. It might be starting with 10 Special Forces veterans, but it's not going to end there, is it? Um, and possible trial over the Troubles. Members of the Who Dares Wins unit undertook high-risk uh, undercover missions to fight. I'm not going to use the T word, but to, to fight people in that region. Um, MP Johnny Mercer who was fired as Veterans Minister after criticising the government for not protecting soldiers, said, we are ruining people's lives. Get this a bit straighter, sorry. Um, Boris Johnson has often pledged to stop vexatious prosecutions of ex-soldiers, um, but laws safeguarding troops on foreign operations do not cover those on the op banner. So there's a law in place um, am I? there's a law in place to protect veterans who served in the Middle East, I, I believe. Somebody can put it in the comments that, that the name of it slips my mind. But that law wasn't extended to cover Northern Ireland veterans, which many people have deemed unfair when you look at the terms of the Good Friday Agreement, under which all uh, Republican soldiers, so the IRA, were released from prison and prosecutions and charges were dropped. Seems incredibly un unfair, doesn't it, really? Um, what, what do we mean by vexatious prosecutions? It's kind of a bit of an open door word, isn't it? Open to interpretation. And I just want to give you the kind of voice of reason on it. I think it means when someone has already been through court and they've been found not guilty, that they shouldn't be dragged through court again unless new evidence is found. And that seems fair, doesn't it? Because if new evidence hasn't been found, then it's just kind of going to be a case of semantics, isn't it? How can the next barrister twist the story or, or use the story of ammunition against that soldier and get a get a different result in america don't they call it double jeopardy you can't be tried for the same crime twice but you notice i say if new evidence isn't brought to light because obviously if new evidence brought to light and there is a crime well we we, we live in a alleged democracy don't we and crime that we we should have justice under that democracy and our legal system and and due process should be something that's protected at all costs. Um, again, I looking back at the last two years, what the hell's going on there then? Because uh, I, I think anyone who's had their eyes open can see the massive, massive crimes um, have been, been committed on an on on enormous scale, haven't they? Anyway, so that's, that's just to sort of clarify. And... It's an emotive issue. And like I say, we, you've got to get emotion out of the equation. It doesn't help. Um, 
unless we can learn to practice love, empathy, understanding, unless we can come to the table and talk, and come to resolution and apologize if we have done wrong, etc., etc., etc. This infighting and squabbling, it's never going to lead to a better future, is it? It's just playing the, it's just playing the game of the, of the psychopaths. Um, so I think we need to ask ourselves a question. If you had a child in Northern Ireland, let's just say he was going down to the shop to get a pint of milk and there just happened to be a riot going on or whatever and a British soldier went, oh, fuck it, bang, and, and shot your child dead for no reason other than the fact he could because he had the power, i.e. a rifle. You know, it is what we're saying here. And I'm not saying, folks, that this, this scenario happened a lot. I, I, I'm aware of certain things, let's say, because I'm an old bastard. I'm 51 and I served in the conflict. But just using this just as, a, as an example, um, are we saying that, 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 that matey boy there, the soldier, he's immune to prosecution? Because I think if I was the father of that little boy, I, I wouldn't think that was fair. I think that you should step up and face a charge of murder for the rest of your life, right? What I don't think, going back to my previous example, is if, if the soldier um, goat has been to court and it was found a complete accident or it was justified or whatever the outcome, should he then be dragged back to court with no new evidence? Well, no, obviously not. I mean, some of these chaps now are in their 70s, aren't they? Um, well... 50s to 70s and so let's go back to the article there's our man uh johnny mercer veteran himself um yeah a slow trickle that will open a floodgate there's robin so both um we've got both rusty and robin have been on the podcast haven't they i know they've got strong feelings about this um but again folks you've got to get emotions out of it it's not about you know if you let your emotions control you not going to get resolution for anyone, are we? Um, I'm, I'm not even going to go any more into this article because I don't think, I think it just echoes what I've already said. <coughs> um, it talks about Phil Shiner, who put a lot of soldiers through this Iraq, these Iraq inquiries, didn't he? Um, yes, en uh, uh, enough said about that. Let me just come back to me. Um, what I did want to mention is that it has been alleged and this is all in the public arena folks this isn't me just thinking this it has been alleged that certain units that operated over there at the time were let's just say they they probably operated under the belief that they were that um immune from prosecution i think if you look at this uh, um, Wikipedia page, and yes, Wikipedia are the enemy, but I'm just using it for, for an example. Um, it talks about the alleged shoot-to-kill policy in Northern Ireland, and I think it was John Stalker was initially tasked to investigate this policy. So this was uh, a policy where it was alleged that um, certain units operated, well, with, with a shoot-to-kill policy. And I, I'm not going to comment on that, folks. Let me just come back to me. Oh, I'm not going to comment on, on that because it's um, 
it just all gets a bit complex. But what I will say is, if you are a young man operating in in a unit, or or, or young woman, if woman, if you are fourteen in or or, or some such thing, uh, and you were a young gun in the province at the time, doing your best to be what you believe was a good soldier and take the enemy out. I mean, we all carried the white card, folks, didn't we? Fellas, you served there. You, 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 we carried, the, was it the white card or the yellow card? I think it, it might changed as the years went by. But you, you had your rules of engagement. They were very strict. Even if a, 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 what we call a player, so an IRA soldier, was running away from you, you couldn't shoot them. Even if they had a weapon in their hand, you could shoot. But then you'd have to, your, your defence lawyer, your barrister, would have to fight on your behalf to say you genuinely believed that this man was going to further endanger life. Obviously, he's not endangering your life. He's running away. Then you get, obviously, the dilemma of what if someone's got a trigger in their hand for, for an explosive device and, 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 and this, this sort of thing. And they were very clear cut. And some of us, well, let's just say that's just a piece of paper when the adrenaline gets flowing, when it when the the, the rounds start coming down or, or the action um, heats up, it remember that's just a bit of paper. Do, do you get what I'm trying to say? One of the units, I'm not going to say their name, in Northern Ireland had the uh, I think the biggest resupply in the field since the Second World War. Where where the where the fuck were those rounds going? <laughs> Sorry, I laugh, but. Um, we had a situation over there and, and these things do happen, folks, where I'm not going to say any names, but it was a member of the parachute regiment shot dead a 13 year old girl. And it was uh, it, we were over there, I think, at the we my unit was there either at the time or it was the month, the month after or the month immediately preceding. And, you know, when you're over there, if, if a car slams for a checkpoint it doesn't stop it's going to be joyriders right 99.9 percent .9 it's joyriders unless it's someone that's purposely doing this to, to to take you out which we kind of all knew wasn't that wasn't that wasn't an ira tactic right i'm not saying it never happened but it wasn't a, a major tactic you kind of knew these are joyriders so this chap just getting down on one knee and, and firing rounds into the car car he ended up in prison Right. This is this is what we're talking about. Um, and so going back to this, this alleged policy, what if you were a member of one of these units and you're over there and your boss is saying to you, maybe your, your captain, look, fellas, um, we got this op going down tomorrow night. Don't be uh, <clears throat> cough, cough. Don't be afraid to, you know, what if you're a young man and you generally thought, ah, the boss says it's OK then it's okay. Well, of course, it's not okay. You're still governed by the white card, irregardless or regardless uh, of who you who you are, right? This this is this is going to be, this is what I see as the, the issue that's going to be here. Um, and yes, I hope that, sorry, it's, it's not the easiest of things to talk about, especially not for a veteran, but I think that this door opening to 10 um 10 initial cases under investigation could just go could just go wide open um yes let me just have a look see if there's any questions in the chat uh 
Sin is saying, prosecute the politicians, not the soldiers. I'd go higher than that, Sim. I'd say, prosecute the psychopaths who control all our gutless, cowardly, sexual perver sexually perverted uh, politicians. Um, that's it. Yeah, this is the thing. You know, this causes emotion, folks. But like I say, it's actually really simple. Yes, you're, you're sent there. You're a young man. You da 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 da. The question, the, the point is you have a yellow card and it's got the rules on. It's that simple. Now, obviously, there's um, mitigating circumstances for going outside. If, if you've gone outside of those rules, I mean, for example, my oppo in the Marines, a guy I slept in the next bed for over a year after an explosion went off in the province, he got down on one knee because... He saw a guy running away and he just shot the guy and he was immediately arrested and charged with murder. And when they autopsied the, the corpse of this uh, Irish, Northern Irish man, depending on what your, your perspective is, had he had um, explosive um, residue un under his fingernails. And so my oppo was found not, not guilty. But you still got to remember... This is was a young lad running away, not didn't have a weapon. My buddy just thought, mm, shall I, shan't I? Yeah, I will. Bang. And and I'm not saying he was right. He was wrong. He was this. I'm just it, it, highlighting how complex this issue is. When you're a teenager and you've got a machine gun and you're patrolling down the center of the road in a British city while people are driving to work. And you've got this card, and yet you've got this inc potentially an incredible threat to, you know, it's not that simple. It's just saying, blah, 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 blah. It's just not that simple. Um, and the reason it's not that simple is, if someone murdered your wife, your girlfriend, or your little boy, just because they could, just because they're feeling a bit, ah, fuck it, I'll shoot that, you know, it, you'd want justice, wouldn't you? We all would. It's it's a it's a rhetorical question, and so if you just say ah everyone everyone gets immunity, it, it's gonna hurt some people and it's gonna hurt some people more more than others, isn't it? So um, Dawn, thank you very much, my darling. Dawn has chipped some money into the chat so that we can keep having these conversations. You're not gonna hear this balance, friends, in in the media. You're not gonna hear people uh exposing the truth in in life you're just going to hear emotional turmoil and people trying to tear each other down and apart because they don't understand what's going on and we're in a spiritual battle folks spiritual battle it's about getting your own house in order it's about going out the front door and doing the right thing in the morning and doing the right thing by your family and doing the right thing by your body and, and developing good thinking and We've, we've all got to get better of that, haven't we? When you develop those things, you don't have a need to want to go out and invade someone else's country or shoot this person or hang. You, you, it, it, it becomes irrelevant. So I hope that helps. Um, uh, bu, bu, bu. Yeah. Okay, friends, I'm just going to leave it there. I hope that's clarified. If you've got any thoughts on the subject, leave them in the comments, leave them in the comment section underneath the video and I'll try and cover them next time. I mean, 
for example, before watching this video, were you a person that just thought every single troop should have immunity in every war situation? Has this video made you look at it a different way? Just help me here. Just give me some feedback. So that's it. Massive love to you all. Look after yourselves. Turn off the mainstream media. And I'll see you next time. Friends, thank you for listening to the Bought the T-Shirt podcast. Please like, subscribe and share. And don't forget to follow me on social media. Username Chris Thrall. Instagram Chris.thrall. Thank you.